everyone welcome back to one more podcast this is priya dayalani your your host and senior editor at analytics insight did you know that around 98 data breaches have taken place since the start of 2021 okay so as more and more companies are experiencing crippling security breaches the wave of compromised data is on the rise you are already in the fourth month of 2021 and this is a staggering number the latest one being hackers who had used high level login con- credentials to access and plunder vercada vast camera network so data breach statistics show that hackers are highly motivated by money to acquire data and that personal information is highly value type of data to compromise it's also apparent that companies are still not prepared enough for breaches even though they are becoming more common place hence we need to call attention to how much information companies have access to and how in order to protect such public information organizations need an ethical approach to data governance and for this today with us we have mr ashwin nayak vice president of engineering at zaloni hi ashwin how are you doing i am well thank you How are you? I'm doing good too. Thank you so much Ashwin. It's a pleasure to have you with us on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Great. So, uh before we dive into uh the details of ethical approach of data governance, you know, uh, we would like to know more about uh, your uh, your your role and what exactly the company is into. So, can you tell us about Zaloni, its specialization and the services it offers? Sure, um, Zaloni. We are into uh, data ops platform. Um, what we mean by that data ops is, we solve uh, some of the complex uh, problems related to uh, data governance as well as data orchestration, and ensure that uh, the end-to-end data pipeline is uh, is efficient, is secure, and it's uh, trusted, so that. the final output of the data asset can be leveraged by the organization for lot of their uh, analytics and bi use case as well as building the the uh, the data products for their consumers so that is what uh, we offer uh, as a company our platform is arena it's a, a saas product that we work with lot of our customers that are from banking financial services pharmaceutical as well as other industries and uh, my role here in zaloni i'm the vp of engineering and i'm responsible for building a secure and scalable data ops platform for all our customers and uh, uh, the other uh, sort of um, the unit within our organization we have a professional services that they take care of implementation as well as managed services of our business for any customers that need uh, resources to operate in a, this uh, sort of this platform for them that we offer the managed services as well so that is what uh, those are the services that uh, what and solution services what we offer from zaloni Okay thank you for giving such a comprehensive um introduction about the company and of course about the platform as well um since we're talking about um data privacy and data breaches uh, i feel privacy trust 
and security are these three concepts that are closely intertwined with law and ethics so privacy preservation and security provisions rely on a basic concept of trust now violation of privacy constitute a risk thus a threat to security now all of this is quite um, uh, intertwined and can be quite com complex to understand now having said that can you tell us uh, with what mission the company was set up and if you can also uh, shed light on your journey since the inception of the company uh, yes uh, you 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 said it right it's um... The mission from the day one uh, here at Zaloni is to provide a comprehensive data governance uh, offering to all our customers. And uh, data governance sort of is how it started and now it is becoming a uh, the overall sort of an approach is what we are calling it in a uh, discipline is a data ops. Now, when you look at uh, the privacy and, and trust standpoint, Zaloni's um, uh, objective has been to make sure that when organizations start to look into solving the uh, understanding as well as solving the data problem, how can we help uh, them to do that in a in a secure way, so that their users, that are such as uh, data engineers and data stewards, are able to uh, have a tool and make a decision around what type of data is available in the organization so that they can create that trust-based uh, data asset to, to their end consumers. A um, lot of this, uh, this comes with the maturity as well. Uh, and when, what we mean by maturity is a lot of organizations, they start with uh, when they, you know their journey with uh, putting the technology and people in place, but really don't consider a lot around governance aspect of it and the consumption and how to track how where the data is uh, is, is going to be used and uh, so none of those things are in the fourth thought of those companies and in, in most cases what we find is those companies that tend to either um, have challenges uh, to meet certain compliance and industry requirements and uh, they come back and start to uh, sort of retrofit <laughs> governance in, in, in that model. And that is the unique opportunity that we saw in the industry. And as we talk to a lot of our customers, we con uh, continuous, continue to hear that. So our objective has been from the day one, how can we help them, the, our uh, clients, so they can create a trusted data asset for their consumers. So. With that objective, we have been um, in the industry for last over a decade or so. We grew up with uh, providing this type of uh, platform in a Hadoop-based uh, technology, big data technology from the very inception or very early stage of uh, when Hadoop came, became a mainstream technology and uh, worked with a lot of our partners uh, such as Cloudera and, and back then. And we still uh, we do a lot of our customers that are uh, hosting uh, arena within their um, environment. And then over the last uh, several years, we transitioned from the, the, that type of stack to a cloud-based, cloud-native stack. And uh, we have, now we can offer uh, the governance on AWS uh, using our cloud native services and uh, technology that we have implemented within our stack, uh, within our platform. And uh, now we are able to offer the same uh, service, same platform capabilities 
for customers that are on AWS, Azure, as well as uh, the custom continue to support the, the customers that they have the data platform within their uh, private uh, um, data center. So that has been the journey and uh, the complexity of the data as well as the persona and the ask of having the uh, a trusted data set has been continued to increase uh, and that hasn't uh, hasn't slowed down and uh, hence we are we feel that we are in a very niche area to solve some of these uh, problems for in the industry as well as for our customers couldn't agree more uh, with you ashwin that uh, while we are talking about uh, different platforms which uh, help in data management as well as data security uh, we often organization often tend to forget about data governance and uh, as easy as it sounds it is it's, it's quite difficult to implement data governance because it has its own set of challenges as well and um, i know i would i would like to elaborate on the point that you said with with the rise of big data you know there are a lot of uh, complex um, uh, challenges that they organize organizations are facing and <clears throat> big data analytics has actually raised a number of ethical issues uh, especially as companies are starting to monetize their data externally for purposes different from those for which the value was initially collected now the scale and ease with which in analytics can be conducted today completely changes the ethical framework so we can now do things that were impossible a few years ago and existing ethical and legal frameworks cannot prescribe what we should do so having said that with so much um, uh, hype and a uh, controversies going around ethical framework data governance uh, we would like to know do you do you really feel that organizations or probably the entire society overall need ethical data collection and management absolutely um this is something that uh, of course uh, the ethical data collection and management aspect of it uh, varies significantly between industry to industry um, and uh, but at the at the core uh, the organization have the obligation or should have the obligation to make sure the way they the purpose they collect the data is uh, absolutely should be used for that purpose only unless there is a, there is an explicit consent uh, it's been taken from their consumers to use for some other purpose. So that's the reason why, over last uh, several you know years, uh, some com- organizations they collected the data but really don't didn't realize how it is being used unless until uh, it is being reported as in a news and uh, and and they get into sort of. Um, other aspect of the, those challenges to meet those obligations. Hence, all this compliance and uh, GDPR as well as CCPA and, and by state here, uh, there are there are rules that's coming up. Now, when it comes to uh, the ethical uh, data collection, and uh, this is something that is uh, the the organization if they have the right sort of framework and right vision around how they should be treating the customer data, their own customer data. Now, the trust between them, their organization, and their consumers start to increase. And uh, even though uh, everyone sort of, we all live in this digital world, we sort of share a lot of our information digitally, but uh, at, at, at a given point of time, I would certainly like to know how my data is being used by the services that I am consuming. So, I, I couldn't uh, agree more with your comment uh, that uh, it's just because the organization 
uh, can collect doesn't mean that they should be using the, um, the data in, in a different way without having an explicit consent from their consumers. Yes, I think uh, with with the changing um, uh, business landscape and the humongous growth of data, uh, organization usually face a typical challenge that they usually collect data, but sometimes they don't understand how they are supposed to use their data. And even if the data that they have collected is correct, clean and appropriate. So I guess that's the first challenge that um, organizations should solve and overcome and then come towards the ethical data management aspect. Now, uh, since many organizations are, uh, uh, you know, they have a mindset that they approach data governance as a set of hard and fast rules and which are guided by data protection regulatory requirements. For example, we have European Union's General Data Protection Regulation and the California mm -hmm. Consumer Privacy Act. But unfortunately, a, a fixed approach to data governance is, is I feel, is ill-suited to today's rapidly changing digital environments. So data ethics also encompasses far more than privacy and security compliance. So having said that, do you feel that uh, or uh, what are your views that is it necessary that data governance should be a cornerstone of a data ethics? Uh, absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, data governance, when most we still when we interact with our customers and uh, in the sales cycle, when the prospects, we find um, the their data team um, is sort of has a lot of focus around technology and uh, to bring in the data to do certain things, uh, provide uh, the tool set and data management and consumption. Uh, hasn't really, the data governance uh, has not been a core thinking in, in that uh, data maturity journey that they have set to uh, work on. So when it comes to uh, overall data strategy for an organization, I think the fundamental question that they we tend to uh, really um, ask our prospect or our customer, how are you ensuring the, the data journey that you are set on, um, that you are able to provide a single uh, pane of glass, uh, where the data is coming, how it is being, what are the business rules being applied to that? What are the data quality framework that you are considering? How are you thinking about the good data versus bad data, who's supposed to be acting on those bad data. And um, at the end of the day, how are you planning to use this, uh, uh, the, the clean and, and trusted data asset uh, for your consumers? And if something, in to, to, uh, if something happens, uh, let's say it's a data breach or uh, your con one of your end cost consumer is asking about how uh, the consumer's data is being used. Are you able to provide that within uh, the time frame that's uh, set by the compliance rules? So when you, when we ask these questions, it becomes a necessary. Uh, they, they go back to the drawing board and, and start thinking about uh, all these questions. And then I think what we are finding is um, uh, it's very important for them to think through this uh, because the number of tools as well as applications that generate the data, it's going to continue to increase. It hasn't slowed down. That's one of the reason is uh, within a large enterprise, different departments have their own objective of signing up a different SaaS tool and uh, which will collect the data. And uh, at the end, towards that spectrum, when the analyst community or, or data science team 
want to use this data. Now they have a multiple version of this data coming from different uh, systems. Um, and not having this data governance as a corner store, it's really, it's a challenge for them because they don't know what is my master, the true, true set of the data that, that, that I can offer to my consumers and uh, consumers that are internal to the organization. So when, it, when we think about uh, solving this uh, data uh, security as well as ethics of the data, uh, we believe that data governance is, should be a cornerstone. That's because the fundamental aspect of how the data should be used, such as data quality, the ownership, as well as the PII or other sensitive data um, that's being collected, making sure that they are not being used as is for their AI and ML use cases. If they are, then that'll uh, certainly create bias in that anal analysis, which creates a lot more problem uh, downstream. So having to tokenize or mask the sensitive data, uh, uh, it's, it's a critical aspect in the very early stage of the the data uh, ops and data governance journey. And, uh, and, and making sure that uh, there is a uh, master, one master data set, uh, what we call as a, uh, and to create the data glossary so that, uh, that each glossary can provide saying, this is the definition, this is how the business and technical uses of the data, this is how the relationship works. Then a lot of, uh, not only you solve, the organization solve the, uh, compliance, security, as well as data governance aspect of it, they can also provide a lot more streamlined approach or, or streamlined data assets to their consumers. And at that point, um, from a economically speaking, you don't need a, a huge, uh, large data um, science team to do this data uh, preparation type of work that I just talked about. Now that team would be a lot more focused on solving the algorithm and other problems uh, to create uh, how to consume the data. So economically speaking, I think uh, there is a justification here from a resource standpoint, how, where this resource should be added. And from a tool set and platform standpoint, also provides a lot more uh, streamlined approach to solve the overarching these questions that we just talked about um, as part of data governance. So, <laughs> uh, so we believe uh, the, the data governance uh, should be part of uh, part of everyone, if the large enterprises as well as small and large enterprises uh, data maturity data uh, journey as as a cornerstone to that journey. That was quite insightful, Ashwin. Uh, I think you have highlighted on each and every aspect where it comes to data, starting from data collection to uh, the ownership of data and how we should make sure that we are, we are taking care of confidential and sensitive data as well. Um, now, since we are discussing uh, so much about uh, data ethics and its governance, uh, what usually um, organizations find out is that uh, the ethical treatment of data is an obligation as well as a benefit. Uh, so companies who are not yet exposed uh, to stringent regulatory requirements might resist uh, and deploying or implementing um, a data management strategy only based on cost. However, the reputational benefits garnered by responsibly carrying 
sharing for data can be used to boost market confidence to support this what i said uh, a 2020 a study conducted by cisco found that more than 40% of companies that invest in privacy saw a return on investment of at least twice their initial spending now this 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 is quite uh, impressive when we are talking about what the study reveals so uh, uh, i i'm not sure if a companies uh, irrespective of the size have a proper data management strategy but do you think that a data management strategy can help organization protect their customers data privacy absolutely um when we think about data uh, the comprehensive um, data management strategy uh, as i indicated a little bit or uh, uh, sometime back in our conversation that a uh, lot of this organization they focus on technology and bringing in people and technology but less focus on sort of uh, process on the consumption aspect of it uh, and and it's very interesting that we find the when we talk ask them about what is the end, end goal of this journey that they are starting to work on and it's always going to be well we we want to uh, use this data for bi and and reporting as well as uh, uh, ai ml use cases that's fantastic that has to be uh, one of the goal but uh, then we sort of ask them about the consumption and provisioning and how they who supposed to get secured to what access all that so then that's kind of open up their the their mind to say okay now we haven't thought about that uh, and they they start to uh, consider or go back to the drawing board and start to um, make sure that they uh, take care of those uh, aspects of it so when we think about data uh, strategy i tend to call that as a comprehensive data strategy that should include really understanding what is the origin of the data for all the data sets coming into the organization meaning the uh, sourcing strategy Uh, all the saas applications internal versus uh, the saas as well as how they are being generated who is the source system the ownership of it how frequently they are generated now i think that's important because you got to start uh, the subject matter experts or the data stewards for of all the the system that's generating the data uh, making sure that how this data is uh, is being used by that application and how when that data flows from that to downstream uh, what are the uh, informations available so that is the first and first uh, step the second second step that we uh, look at in the in the um, strategy is the in transit or data addressed from a security standpoint how organizations really look at the data security it's not about bringing the data and dump into an aws uh, storage bucket or s3 um, or another cloud storage bucket it is about uh, making sure that if the cloud is part of the data strategy then what is the architecture uh, what is the uh, the best suited architecture for uh, for that data strategy what are the different um, the logical layer of the stack uh, including the data governance tool and data management bi and other tools and how what is the interaction happens and then third area is uh, what are the when the data is touched in the that uh, in the platform or the data environment as it goes from the raw data that's the source of truth to the subsequent steps in the data pipeline 
how are we how are they making sure that that data set is really um, not duplicated but it's used in a logical fashion in a way that's uh, created uh, and refined and trusted right so there is a uh, what we tend to call that as a uh, the end zone governance meaning the logical layer of uh, the data set but it's processed in it uh, for different purpose and then it comes down to uh, the tool set that's really massage the data, orchestrate, and then provision and create this uh, um, data glossary as well as consumption, but bringing the entire data flow into a uh, single uh, application so that it can be viewed in, in, in form of lineage. Now, lineage provides uh, where the data is coming from, who's touching that, what business rules are applied, and uh, how the data is being as it goes through the different data zone, uh, who has access to what, and um, the final sort of trusted data, how it is being used, is also being uh, part of the, uh, the all the machine learning and analytics model are part of the lineage, so that it can be viewed in a in a one comprehensive uh, within the application. So, and then the last one is uh, the role based access, as I mentioned. Not everyone should get access to all. Uh, it's it's uh, it's the the simple philosophy is making sure that based on the persona um, they only get access to certain component of the platform and not get a broad broader access and that has to be the front and center of uh, the very beginning of the data strategy. So uh, I, I think uh, th this is a. The, the, when you when the organizations think about data strategy, the, all these aspects should be considered. And if it is done well, then we are finding an absolute not only the return to their investment, uh, but also efficiency in terms of processing the people, um, bringing the right talent to work on certain component of this data strategy, but also uh, providing the confidence to their business and upper management that. Uh, all uh, the data security and compliance has been taken care of. So, so we we really look into the broader aspect of it and, uh, and help our customers in in uh, in their journey in this in, in through this some of the points that I just described. Well, thank you for comprehensively describing each and aspect of the core aspects that we really need uh, in a data management strategy. And I think our organization or the business owners who would be listening to this podcast would quite benefit uh, well with whatever aspects you have said. And again, I would I would also reach out to those um, uh, leaders that you know make sure that you implement these core aspects because this is really important and a need of the hour, uh, taking into consideration number of security breaches that are happening around. Um, though um, you know we are talking about um, data management strategy, but one such challenge that I feel is that the legal regulation is quite slow. So it, it's quite unable uh, to keep up with the rapid developments of information technology. So if if we if you observe or notice, legal solutions are usually at least one step behind the technological mm -hmm. developments. So I'm sure this one challenge probably uh, you also must have faced when you when you when you were making a platform or developing models. So other, apart from that, or even if you'd like to shed light on this challenge as well, are there any other challenges that the company has faced, and how have you overcome those? 
Yeah, I think one of the challenges uh, outside of compliance legal challenges certainly get a lot of attention <laughs> uh, that we see now in the in the organization because uh, I think the penalty <laughs> or 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 the uh, it's pretty high, so that's why it gets a lot of attention. Um, the other challenges we tend to we come across is uh, still a lot of the business users, the justification uh, or, or ROI of such platform like data governance or uh, a comprehensive data management. And, um, and, and that is one of the challenges that sort of they tend to create an ROI, but then upper management, they just don't think that it's good enough or it's not strategic enough for them to make a decision on this. Um, and uh, so that is one uh, another challenge. The third challenge that we see here is um, the they uh, tend to uh, look at only the data management aspect of it, but data governance, somehow it's been retrofit uh, to that uh, model. And uh, until you know, some of the conversation I, I mentioned earlier, uh, we have it and then they go back to the drawing board and start to think about more in a holistic way. Um, and then, then the, the last one, I guess, uh, I'm sure there are many. Uh, the last one is what we see is the provisioning. Uh, so provisioning, even if uh, the organization solve the complex data problem, they created a very nice data asset and um, a data platform, what is the end goal here? How the users would uh, would access this data? The provisioning aspect is still, as we see, it's a lot of challenge because they, it's focused around the tool set, connecting to that platform or and get pull the data, do whatever you want, uh, that type of uh, use case. Self-serve uh, provisioning is in a critical aspect because we believe when when you provide that uh, with the right sort of uh, um, recency and the um, how long the data should be refreshed and what's the purpose of it, and you have a better control and then approval process that goes in through this. So these are all some of the challenges we uh, we have come across as we have spoke talked to our customers as well as in the industry, and a lot of this sort of how we help them is through not only providing the strategic uh, guidance as part of our you know, uh, standard offering um, as more of an, a business review and how the platform is providing the value and, and so on. And that's how we build you know, solve some of our customers' uh, challenges. Uh, well, definitely, um, any journey that we uh, we will be on route is is incomplete without hurdles and challenges. And um, I believe the challenges that the company has faced, you have successfully overcome them. And making sure um, that it, that you are well prepared and well equipped enough to enter into the future landscape and scenario of uh, technological development. Um, one last question for you, Ashwin, and that would be: What are your views of the current state of data privacy and governance, and also how do you think the future would be? <laughs> um, I, I think we are getting, as an industry, uh, it's it's certainly a lot better um, in terms of um, where things are, or, or today, this year, compared to relative to two years ago. And I think, I believe a lot of that uh, change was certainly driven by GDPR and some of the state regulation here in uh, in US. And uh, 
I, I believe that's the right thing uh, because, as I said in the very beginning of just uh, of the conversation, that just because the organization can collect the data doesn't mean that they should use this data uh, outside of the core purpose or what their business is and without an explicit consent. The uh, I would say not necessarily unfortunate, but this one challenge that we con I continue to uh, view is unless the governance, or sorry, the um, the compliance is put on on the industry and enforced to the organization, they really don't take that as a proactive steps to uh, make sure that their consumers' data is protected and. That is the sort of only very few organizations and enterprises do that as a proactive way. And we tend to really have a, some of them happen to our customers and we, uh, and we have a great relationship with them because then you don't, we, we don't have to <laughs> sell hard to them about the value. Um, and, uh, but I do believe that as we, uh, go into the next sort of journey. And with the COVID situation, the digital transformation has been front and center with this uh, pandemic. And what that means is also the collection of the data uh, and using other applications, it's going to continue to explode. So which has a direct sort of impact to how organization need to view the governance um, as they are bringing in all the different uh, collecting the data as part of that uh, digital journey. So so I think this is, uh, and also uh, the industry is uh, taking um, a broader, there is a several compliance and rules are available, but also there is a, uh, each state is taking their, this, um, data security privacy into their hand and, and coming up with the regulations. And I think I think a certain level of regulations is, is good as long as uh, it's implemented in way. And and one another challenge I, I tend to view is a lot of organizations really wait until the last minute to make sure that they're compliant. And uh, that is shouldn't be the case. Uh, so I think the evolution is here to stay and uh, in terms of uh, the regulations and all that. But I, I think each organization uh, also have a lot of the solution and tools uh, at their disposal for them to make a proactive and business decision of protecting their own business interest at the same time protecting their, their consumers uh, uh, information and to build that uh, to build the trust as they are going through their digital uh, transformation journey. I very well like the point that you highlighted that it's really important that organizations understand the value of uh, data security and a data management platform so that you don't uh, have to, you know, sell yourself hard or pitch in hard to make them understand the value of it. Uh, but I think uh, uh, one uh, uh, crucial role uh, here in, in, the, in this entire scenario would be the role of, uh, of a, a data ethics leader, I feel, because organizations need an active and vocal data ethics um, at the helm with authority to drive some ethical standards. Although many organizations have multiple people handling ethics or data and analytics leaders are there and they can establish themselves as data ethics experts, can be done definitely. 
but one key task uh, will be to encourage cross functional conversations about data and appropriate use and sharing with peers in marketing technology uh, or even finance across across the business well thank you so much um, ashwin it was a pleasure having you with us it was quite insightful and i'm sure uh, our listeners who will be listening to this post- podcast would uh, definitely realize the importance of uh, uh, data management strategy and of course why data governance and data ethics also play an important role in the entire data management process thank you so much ashwin thank you so much i was it was i really enjoyed this conversation and uh, hopefully your listeners would enjoy that too thank you definitely for our listeners watch this space for more podcast and don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel for more such interesting videos till then stay safe and stay healthy thank you so much